Who sinned, this man or his parents, that he would be born blind? Jesus answered, Neither that this man sinned nor his parents, but it was so that the works of God might be displayed in him. We must work the works of him who sent me as long it is as it is day. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. When he said this, he spat on the ground and made clay of the spittle and applied the clay to his eyes and said to him, Go wash in the pool of Siloam, which is translated sent. So he went away and washed and came back seeing. Uh, then verses 24 and 25. So a second time they called the man who had been blind and said to him, Give glory to God. We know that this man is a sinner. But he answered and said, Whether he is a sinner, I do not know. One thing I do know, that though I was blind, now I see. 所以法利赛人第二次叫了那从瞎眼的人来对他说你该将荣耀归给神我们知道这人是个罪人他说他是个罪人不是我不知道有一件事我知道从前我是瞎眼的如今能看见了然后 then verse38然后38节And the blind man said, Lord, I believe. And he worshipped him. And Jesus said, For judgment I come into this world, so that those who do not see may see, and that those who see may become blind. Those of the Pharisees who were with him heard these things and said to him, we are not blind too, are we? And Jesus said to them, If you were blind, you would have no sin. But since you say we see, your sin remains. 
同他在那里的法利赛人听见这话就说难道我们也瞎了眼吗耶稣对他们说你们若瞎了眼就没有罪了但如今你们说我们看见所以你们的罪还在and then in chapter 10 just verse 10 the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy I came that they may have life and have it abundantly 窃贼来无非要偷血杀害毁坏我来了是叫羊得生命并且得得更丰盛。Let's pray。我们祷告。Our Father, we're so thankful that we can come to you in the name of our Lord Jesus。我们的父，我们何等感谢你们靠着你儿子的名，耶稣基督来到你面前。He came as the Anointed One to give sight to the blind. 他来了就是那被高的那一位将瞎眼能够得到看见。And we know in the great preparation for your church,我们知道当你预备你的教会的时候,the bride must not be blind but see.啊,心腹必须不能是瞎眼的,必须看见。We do come to you and ask that you would place the eye salve upon our eyes that we may see. 我们的祷告就是但愿你将这个药膏涂抹在我们的眼睛里，我们能看得见。We thank you for the Holy Spirit who can reveal the truth to us。我们感谢你为着圣灵，他可以将真理启示给我们。So we come to you this day，所以我们今天来到你面前。We commit this time into your hand，把这样的时间交在你手里。In the name of the Lord Jesus，祷告奉主耶稣基督的名。Amen。We we love the Gospel of John. I think everybody knows most of the stories in the Gospel. One thing about the Gospel of John that's unique is we see Jesus in his personal interviews with people. And we see the miracles that Jesus performed. And behind of those miracles, he keeps saying, I am. I am the light of the world. And then he heals the blind. I am the bread of heaven. And then he feeds 5,000. What the Lord wants us to see is not the miracle. What does John call miracles? He doesn't call them miracles, he calls them signs. Because a sign is pointing to something. And these signs, these miracles all point to Jesus is the I am. As we read these stories, we should look behind the miracles and see the one who performed the miracle. John says, if we see him, and if we believe in him, and we will have everlasting life. So John says, I have written these signs down that you may believe that Jesus is the Son of God. Now most of us here today are Christians. Somehow the Holy Spirit pointed 
by signs to Jesus as our Savior. But now as Christians, there's still things to learn. And one of the things that John is sharing his heart upon, is the reality of the kingdom of God. You know, when we're born again, we're born again into the kingdom of God. Now that's wonderful. But we need to know how to live in this kingdom. What does it look like? And so John shares his gospel and reveals the kingdom of God to us. Now we all know in the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, and Luke, many times Jesus says, The kingdom of God is like a, a seed planted in the ground. We hear the phrase, the kingdom of God, many times in the first three Gospels. Now, uh, John shows us Jesus speaking of the kingdom of God as well, but not as many times as he used this phrase, the kingdom of God. But we know that John has a secondary reason for, for pre, uh, writing this gospel. You know, John wrote almost a whole generation after Matthew, Mark, and Luke. Now something had happened over that generation of years. And what was that? The church was losing some of its reality. It had left its first love. It had become more concerned with outward things than with inward things. And so when John shares this gospel with us, he's also sharing to us as believers the reality of the kingdom of God. Reality needs to be recovered to the church, his bride. So John, because he's speaking of this matter of recovery, takes us all the way back to the beginning, in the beginning of the gospel. In the beginning was the word. It goes all the way back to the beginning. In order to show us the roots and the source of this life that we live. And he says, in him was life. And that life was the light of man. Now in its spiritual reality, the kingdom of God is life and light. Now that's so simple. In the kingdom of God, we're to live by the divine life. 
In the Greek, it's a three-letter word. It says Zoe. Zoe. And we're also supposed to live that life in the light. That's another three-letter Greek word, phos, where we get photograph, phos. Kingdom life, so simple. We live by His eternal life as we walk in the light. Because He is the light. So simple. We are so complicated. Uh, we like to make it complicated. And when we make things complicated, we start to lose light. How are we going to recover? Walking in the light. And so here we have a story behind the story of the blind man. We see that we can only know the reality of the kingdom if we're living in life and light. A few times ago we shared from John chapter 3 about life and light. You remember this is where Jesus said, unless you are born again, you cannot enter the kingdom of God. He said, unless you're born of water and the Spirit, you cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, who did he say that to? Nicodemus. Nicodemus. He had a lot of knowledge. But he didn't have light. Is it possible to have knowledge but no light? But there's a problem. When you have a lot of knowledge, you think you have light. Now when Nicodemus saw Jesus, he was drawn to that light that was in Jesus. Jesus said, No one can be drawn to me unless the Father is drawn. So Nicodemus wanted came at night. To say, what is the light? I, I need more light. I see it in you. Let me ask you some questions so I can get some more light. Jesus said, no. You have a problem. Unless you have life, you can't understand light. How can you understand light on the kingdom of God if you don't have life in the kingdom of God? First, you must be born again. Then, you have spiritual life. Now, when you have spiritual life, now your spirit in you can see light. So, Nicodemus, I could answer your questions all day long, but you don't even understand me when I'm talking to you now. In matters of the kingdom, life precedes light. Now, 
Now we come to John chapter nine. So we're now coming to John chapter nine. And here's another story about life and light. Another story about life and light. But now we see it in another way. We see it in another way. Once you're in the kingdom, you need light, which leads to life. You need light. Now outside the kingdom, like with Nicodemus, you need life before you can see light. Now once you're in the kingdom, now you need light in order to have life. Now am I confusing you here? So now we have a story with somebody who needs light. This blind man. He has no light. He needs light. And so here comes, I am the light of the world. And now the man can see. Now he has light. And the story ends over there in John 10:10. I have come that you might have life. Life, light. Leads to life. So now we are going to look a little more deeply into this story of the blind man. So we Jesus had already said before this occasion, "I am the light of the world." He who follows after me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Now his disciples heard him say that. But now Jesus gave them a practical expression of what it means for him to be the light. See, you and I are just like the disciples. Jesus says, "I am the light." We say, "Amen." Jesus is the light. Now, what does that do? Uh, well, we have no idea. But we say he's the light. So Jesus says, "Well, let me show you what happens when the light comes." Let's take as an example a man born blind. He has no light. And then I show up. I put some mud on his eyes. I say, "Go to the fountain." He sees. I am the light of the world. Now the disciples say, "Aha!" Now we understand. See, this is the simple story that we're looking at today. So But John has a background to this story. And it's the background of Israel. Israel had a disease. It's a strange disease. It's, it's called spiritual blindness. Do you know what the, this is a very strange disease. You know why? Because whoever has the disease, they don't think they have it. Everybody who has spiritual blindness thinks they see. Now, because only the blind man knew he was blind, he ended up being the only man who saw. And all the people who think they see couldn't see, and they were actually blind. 
And the first of that group was the disciples. They couldn't see. Oh wait, they're in the kingdom. Ah, but they don't understand. I am the light of the world. So when they see a blind man, they say, how come the man's blind? Did his parents do something wrong or did he do something? You see, if they knew Jesus was I am the light, what should they have said? Jesus is the light. Here's a blind man. Jesus, how are you going to change this situation? Jesus would have said, Good job, well done, disciples. Watch this. But no, no, the, the disciples think they know. Oh, we see this man now. We know exactly what the problem is. Now he's blind because probably his parents were bad. Or maybe even when he was in his mother's womb, he was a bad, bad boy. Now Jesus, you know who was worse, the mom or the or him? So Jesus said, well, basically, you're blind. Because that's not why he's here. To talk about why he's blind. Whose whose sin is it? You know, we get so concentrated on sin. I remember one time, Billy Graham was preaching evangelistic meetings. And it was in New York. And he, he kept going for weeks and weeks and weeks. And finally, his health broke down. Now when his health broke down, immediately a lot of Christians says, Oh, it's because he did something wrong. Who are the fastest people to accuse somebody of sin? Christians. Just like the disciples. Ah, something's wrong. There's sin in there somewhere. Jesus says, you don't understand, I am the light of the world. You know why this man is here? So that the works of God can be displayed. So that light can come into this situation. Of course there's sin. But that's not the issue. God has a purpose for this man. To be a vessel of amazing grace. I once was blind, now I see. That's the reason for this Spiritual blindness. We think we see, but we're blind. I want us to look at spiritual blindness a little bit more. I realize for most of you it's unnecessary because you already know. Did I catch you? I hope you have eyes to see. The first one is from Matthew chapter 13. Now you remember Jesus began to speak parables about the kingdom of God. In Matthew chapter 13, after he speaks the first parable, 
Matthew for whoever has to him more will be given and he'll have an abundance but whoever does not have even what he has shall be taken away from him and now Jesus begins to quote from Isaiah Therefore I speak to them in parables because while seeing they do not see. You see that's spiritual blindness. And while hearing they don't hear nor do they understand. In their case the prophecy Isaiah is being fulfilled which says You'll keep on hearing, but will not understand. You'll keep on seeing, but you will not perceive. Now, do you see what a problem spiritual blindness is? Because the person doesn't say, I can't see. They can see. But they can't see. In the kingdom of God, these eyes need to be connected to the eyes of our spirit. You see, but look what he goes on to say, verse 15. The heart of this people has become dull. Oh, their ears they scarcely hear. And they've closed their eyes. Otherwise, they'd see with their eyes, hear with their eyes, uh, ears. And understand with their hearts and repent, and I would heal them. Uh, now, did you know you have eyes in your heart? Now, those are your spiritual eyes. You remember how Paul prayed for the Ephesians? And he prayed what? That the eyes of your heart may be opened. You have eyes in the heart. When you're born again. But these eyes can become dull. To where we don't see. But we think we see. Oh, this is a very subtle problem. Very difficult problem. Because people think they see. But they don't see. Now let's go back to Isaiah. Now you remember in Isaiah chapter 6, this is where Isaiah saw the great vision of the Lord upon his throne. And when Isaiah said, Here am I, send me. In Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 9, here's what God said. Go and tell this people, 
Keep on listening, but do not perceive. Keep on looking, but do not understand. Render the hearts of this people insensitive, their ears dull and their eyes dim. Otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and repent and be healed. 他说你去告诉这百姓说你们听见要听见却不明白看是要看见却不晓得要使这百姓心蒙自由耳朵发沉眼睛昏迷恐怕眼睛看见耳朵听见心里明白回转过来变得一致然后 let's uh, go over to Isaiah 29然后以赛亚书第二十九章 and read a few verses there。然后我们在那边也读起出圣经节。Uh, verse 9 Be delayed and wait Blind yourselves and be blind They become drunk but not with wine They stagger but not with strong drink For the Lord has poured over you A spirit of deep sleep He shuts your eyes The prophets And he's covered your heads The seers 他们醉了却非因酒他们东倒西歪却非因浓酒因为耶和华将沉睡的灵浇灌你们封闭你们的眼蒙盖你们的头你们的眼就是你们的眼就是先知你们的头就是先见先见 The entire vision will be to you like words of a sealed book which when they give it to you, one who is literate says, Please read this. You say, I cannot, for it is sealed. Then the book will be given to the one who is illiterate, saying, Please read this. And he'll say, I cannot read. 所有的末世你们看见如风住的书卷,人将这书卷交给四字的,说,请念吧。他说,我不能念,因为是风住了。又将这卷交给不四字的人,说,请念吧。他说,我不四字。now why is it that the children of Israel have gone spiritually blind? Once again we see the answer if you look in verse 13. Then the Lord said, Because this people draw near with their words and honor me with their lips, but they remove their hearts from far from me, and their reverence for me consists of traditions learned by rote. 主说因为这百姓亲近我用嘴唇尊敬我心却远离我他们敬畏我不过是领受人的丰富。Now, when we see with these eyes, but our heart eyes go away from God into darkness, that's spiritual blindness.当我们用这双眼看得见，但是我们心里的眼离开了神，我们的心里的眼就进入到黑暗当中。Now the Lord says they read the book. But they can't understand it. You know, when our hearts go away from the Lord, we can keep reading the Bible, but it says nothing to us. Why? Because we not only can read with these eyes, we also have to read with these eyes. Now what happens when we sin is these eyes go dark. John also says this in his letter. God is light. 
And in him is no darkness at all. If we say we walk in the light, sin, we lie. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship in the light. And the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. In the kingdom, we must walk in the light. And Jesus is our light. And He is the light of the world. But if we sin, our heart goes dark. But we still see with our eyes. This was a problem for Israel. Whenever a prophet came and said, Thus says the Lord, they said, No, 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 we, we see. So Isaiah was told to go to a people who were blind. Because God still speaks the truth. Now of course we say, of course this is Israel's problem. They became proud and stubborn. They wouldn't believe God. They sinned. And all that is true. But for you Bible students here, what age are we living in now as Christians? Right. The Laodicean age. Now, turn to Revelation chapter 3. Because here we discover what the Lord says to the church. Now he says this to the church of Laodicea. Now these are Christians. Now don't think Laodiceans aren't Christians. They're Christians. Jesus says now to the church in Laodicea. Say this. But here is what he says in verse 15. I know your deeds. You're neither cold nor hot. I wish you were cold or hot. Because you're lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I'll spit you out of my mouth. Because you say, I am rich and become wealthy and have need of nothing. And you do not know that you are wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. And then verse 18. Now I advise you to buy from me gold refined by the fire so that you may become rich and white garments so that you may clothe yourself and that your shame and your nakedness will not be revealed and I salve to anoint your eyes so that you may see. The church in Laodicea, they didn't know they were blind. That's what he says. He says, but you need to buy some eye salve so that you can see. 
that's the church as a whole. But then he says, You who are faithful, hear what the Spirit is saying. Repent. So some people could see. So your spiritual blindness. Everybody thinks they know. But what they need to know is that they're blind. So let's go back and look at the, the, the list of people in John chapter 9 for just a minute. Okay. So uh, first of all, the disciples. Now why were they blind? Why were they blind? Religious knowledge. Do you know that your knowledge of doctrine and religion can make you blind? Now the Jews think they know. They don't know as they ought to know. And Christians say, I know. But they don't know as they ought to know. Blindness for the disciples was, well, we already know. And religious knowledge makes us blind. We need to walk in the light. And walk by life. And continue to ask him to help us to see as he sees. So knowledge can cause spiritual blindness. And then when the neighbors were asked about the man's healing, now the neighbors who knew the blind man, what did they say? He's not the blind man. And finally, the blind man said, "No, it's me, Joe. I'm the blind man, the guy who was always sitting there." No, but some of the people said, "No, it's not. That's not Joe." Because Joe can't see, but this man can see. Now, there's a blindness that comes from unbelief. These people never can believe that somebody could actually heal this man who was. Blind from birth. Well, then the Pharisees came along. And the Pharisees looked at him and said, Whoever healed him must be a bad man. They had knowledge of the law. You cannot heal on the Sabbath. Therefore, this healing must have been from the devil. Now, if anybody thought they saw, the Pharisees thought they saw. But their legalism had made them blind. And then finally the parents were asked. And what did they say? Uh, you know, in times of trouble, parents need to support their children. And so the Pharisees said, Okay, you're the parents, what's the deal here? Parents said, Well, this is our kid. He's on his own. Let him speak for himself. We have no idea. 
And of course, we know that they were blind because of. The fear of men. Because they knew they'd be thrown out of the synagogue. If they ever said Jesus did this, they'd be thrown out. Spiritually blind, but we think we see. This is a great problem. Even in the kingdom of God today. Here's, here's, I'll just give you one, one example. Yeah. The, the I am is here right now. Now, do you see him? No, you're saying, no, 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 it's like 12 o'clock. And, uh, I, I don't see the Lord. But maybe even somebody here today, their eyes will be open. And I am the light of the world will give them light. We think now our we think our Lord's far away. And he's right over us. Watching our hearts. See if any heart will see him with the eyes of the heart. Because there's a wonderful story to tell. Now what's the wonderful story? Now I gave you the bad news. What's that? We must be very careful of spiritual blindness. But here's the good news. Jesus came to heal the blindness. When Jesus came to earth, he came as the Messiah. And even among the rabbis, they said one of the signs when the Messiah comes is he can heal somebody born blind. Jesus came and said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to give sight to the blind. And so Jesus has also come again to recover our blindness back to sight. Now, so we have a story here. Here's the blind man, here's the disciples. Here's the neighbors, here's the Pharisees. Here's the family. Where are you in the picture? Well, John wants us to see that we're the blind man. Because he's the one who recovers the sight. He's the one who sees. He's the one to whom the eye and the light comes and heals the eye. And once he sees light, he grows and grows in his life. Let's look at this progression of his growth. How does his light increase? Well, let's look at the story. We'll see the wonderful uh, picture. Here we go back to John 9. Now listen to what happens when he's with the neighbors. Uh, in chapter 9, verses 10 through 12, 
So uh, the neighbors were saying to him, How then were your eyes open? And he answered, The man who is called Jesus made clay, anointed my eyes, and said to me, Go to Siloam and watch. So I went away and washed, and I received my, my sight. And they said to him, Where is he? And he said, I don't know. 他们对他说：“你的眼睛是怎么看开的呢？”他回答说：“有一个人名叫耶稣，他用泥，他和泥抹我的眼睛，对我说：‘你往哥罗呃，西罗亚石石子去洗。’我去洗一下，就看见了。
他就想到以利亚、以利莎他们行神机了。Well, he said, I'm the light of the world, and then he healed me. He's a prophet. 他说他是世上的光，他医治了我，他一定是先知。You know, when you walk in the light, the light keeps on increasing. 当你骑在光中，这个光就会渐渐的呃加增。Now, verse 18 through 23, we'll skip because those are the parents, and they have nothing to say. 十八节到二十三节只是说到父母，但是他们没有什么有意义的话。They don't even allow the son to speak. 他们也不让他儿子说话。But now, verse twenty-four. Now the blind man's really in trouble. 所以这个瞎眼的人有问题了。Because the Jews have gathered. 因为这犹太人聚在一起。This means not only Pharisees, but Sadducees and Sanhedrin and leaders and rabbis are coming to this. 所以不只是法利赛人，还有这个。杀毒该人，还有这个呃呃呃不同的拉比都来聚在一起。Now let's let's read on verse twenty-four. a second time they called the man who had been blind and said to him, "Give glory to God. We know this man's a sinner.”所以法利赛人第二次叫了这个瞎眼的人，对他说：“你该将荣耀归给神。我们知道这人是个罪人。”That's a lot of pressure.这是很多压力啊。they're telling them to say that Jesus was a sinner. If you love God, you'll agree with us and say Jesus was a sinner. What did the guy say? I can't tell you whether he's a sinner, but I know. Once I was blind and now I see, he says. The Jews can't stand it. So verse 26 they say, No, tell us again, how did he open your eyes?他们这犹太人受不了，就问他说，你们是他是怎么把你眼睛打开的呢？Now we notice that this man is getting more courage and more faith now, even against his strong opponents。这个人他的信心越来越加深了，虽然这些许多的敌人。He says, I already told you.他说，我刚已经告诉你了。Why are you asking again?为什么再次的问我？Do you want to become his disciple?你们要做他的门徒吗？ Oh,那的Furious。他们的非常的生气。And Listen but if anyone is God-fearing and does his will, he hears him. Since the beginning of time, it's never been heard that anyone opened the eyes of a person born blind. this man were not from God, he could do nothing. And the blind man stood in the light. First, he saw that Jesus was the man. Then he realized that Jesus was a prophet. Then he realized that Jesus 
was a godly man. 然后后来发现神他是一个属神的人。Says we we know God doesn't hear sinners. 啊，所以我们知道神不会听从罪人的。Finally, he says. 然后他最后说 ，You say he doesn't come from God. I say he comes from God. Only somebody who comes from God could do this miracle. 他说，你们说他不是从神那里来的，我说他是从那里神那里来的，只有从神那里来的人才做做出这样的事来。And so what the Pharisees finally did? What they do? 那法利赛人做什么呢？最后呢 ？Verse thirty-four， 第三十四节。Well, then you're a sinner, and they kicked him out of the synagogue. 他说你是罪人，然后就把他踢出去了，从会堂踢出去。Now, when you're standing in the light, now you see if you bear your testimony to the truth, you'll bear a cross. 所以当你在光中，你说实话的时候，你必须背十字架。They kicked him out of the church. 他们就把他从从教会里赶出去。He lost friends. 他失去了朋友。He lost family. 失去了家人。He lost his religious leaders. 失去了他宗教的领袖们。He had to bear the cross. 他必须背十字架。To speak the truth. 来说说真说真理。But then what happened? 然后发生什么事情 ？Whenever somebody bears the cross for the Lord. 当有人为主背十字架的时候 ，The Lord comes right to his side. 主就会来到他身边。Look at verse thirty. 第三十五节。Now Jesus heard they had put him out, and finding him, now Jesus went to search for him. He said, "Do you believe in the Son of Man?" 耶稣听说他们把他赶出去，后来遇见他，就说：“你信神的儿子吗？” Somebody told Jesus that blind man. Who testified? He's been put out of the synagogue. So, 有人跟耶稣说，那个这个瞎眼的看见的，他为你做见证，他就被赶出来了。Now Jesus stopped his preaching or whatever he did and went and searched and found that blind. So, 耶稣就停止他所在做的事情，他就去找这个瞎眼的人。And you know what the blind man saw for the first time? 所以这个瞎眼的人第一次看见什么呢 ？Jesus. 看见耶稣。You see, when he went to the pool and he came back seeing, Jesus was already gone. 他去斯洛亚洗子，斯洛亚洗子，洗子洗之后，他回来，主耶稣已经走了。He'd never seen this man. 他没有看到这个人。他没有看过这个先知。是从神来的。And now Jesus comes to him. 然后耶稣就来到他面前。And of course, as soon as he hears the voice, he recognizes who this is. 他听见他的声音，他就认识他是谁。Jesus says, "Do you believe in the Son of God?" 他就对他说，你相信神的儿子吗 ？Man says, "Yes." Tell me who he is, and I'll believe in him. 他说，你告诉我他是谁，我就相信他。Jesus said. It's me. 他说，你已经看见他，我就是我。And this man fell down and worshipped him. Verse thirty-eight. 所以这第三十八节，他说，主啊，我信就拜耶稣。Lord, I believe, and he worshipped. 他说，主啊，我信，他就敬拜了主。The blind man could see Jesus. 这个瞎眼的人现在看见了耶稣。And he believed in him. 然后他就相信他。Now. It was terrible being thrown out of the synagogue. 那被从会堂里赶出来是很不好的事。But what did he really lose? 他失去了什么 ？Well, he lost his synagogue, his church home. 他失去了好像教会的家。Maybe he was kicked out of the religion, you know, in a sense he couldn't offer sacrifices. 也许他被这个宗教踢出来，他没有办法献祭。But when you really look at it, 但是你看仔细看的时候 ，that day 那一天。He gained a savior. He 得了一个救主 And the Pharisees kicked him out. 这个法利赛人把他踢出去 But he was welcomed into God's fold by the good shepherd. 他但是却这边找到好牧人
Now I'm going to have to speak one more time on this and talk about John chapter 10 because this is God's work bringing us into the fold under one shepherd. What do you prefer to be? In the synagogue where there's darkness or in the fold with Jesus as your shepherd? The truth of the matter is this day, this man, because he saw the light, he found life. What a wonderful day for the blind man. Now who who is this blind man? I said he's you and me. Now who are we? Well, we're useless. Like the blind man was before he was healed. We're useless beggars. Someone to be pitied. That's who this blind man was. But wait. When Jesus came to him, who did this blind man become? We go back to chapter 9 and verse 3. This blind man was neither that this man sinned nor his parents, but this is so that the works of God might be displayed in him. You know why our Lord Jesus came to us? Were you and I really any better than this blind man? But we have a job now. And what's that? To be a vessel. To talk about the light of God. You are the light of the world. You're a city set on a hill. So let your light shine before men that they might see your good works and glorify your Father Now think about this blind man. From the time that he gained this sight, he became an important person. Why? Because he had a purpose. He was a vessel. A vessel to speak of the works of God. Now can you imagine every time he walked past those Pharisees? He was a testimony. What was his testimony? I can see. And he walked by his parents. Oh, his parents were ashamed. They stayed in the synagogue. The blind man came in Jesus' fold. This blind man was alive. And he was seeing God. And he had a savior and friend in Jesus. And his parents were still afraid. Living in darkness. And every time people who knew him, his neighbors saw him. He was a vessel. 
Look at that guy. He used to be blind. It's a miracle. And that's our testimony. You're a vessel of testimony. Once you were blind, now you see. Once you were lost, now you're found. Now you have a tremendous value in this world. But if you're more concerned about fixing yourself up, and you put a bushel over your head, Basket. Jesus says, You're light of the world. Don't put a bushel over your head. You're the light of the world. You can't put a bushel over your head. Because what happens? Now all of you know because you've tried to put a bushel and hide that you're a Christian. And what happens when you put the bushel on? And the fire starts to smoke. The smoke starts to come out of the bushel. And now people say, there's a smoky basket. So they know you're different. You might as well take the bushel off. And you say, I once was blind, now I see because Jesus saved my soul. And then you walk in the light. And you have the life. And people will see. They say, I want that light. And they'll be drawn to Jesus. That's what this guy was. Well, did he become a preacher? Or, or one of the twelve disciples? A full-time worker? I don't think so. He became a man who had life and light. He was living in a kingdom because Jesus came to him. Now, brothers and sisters, Praise God. We are, we're in the church of Jesus Christ. And we are in the kingdom of light and life. Now it necessitates us walking in the light. And bearing testimony to the light. And it necessitates us living by His life. It's another kind of living that the world knows about. And if the church is to be the church. Then it's got to go by the same definition we see in John 9 3. We are here to display the works of God. He's given us this life and light so that we can do it. Jesus is the I am must be recovered back to the center of the church. He is right here today. He's the very source of life. He's the very source of light. Be healed. Become a vessel. To declare the works of God. Is there any greater job we could have? It's such a story of opposite. A completely worthless begging blind man becomes the most important man except for Jesus in John chapter 9 and 10. 
没有价值这个没有用的乞丐却成为约翰福音九章十章最重要的一个人物 As we allow that light to shine，当我们让这个光在那边这个显出来的时候，Well, we we will bear the cross. Sometimes somebody will kick you out of their club。那也许你常常需要背时下，也许他会，你也许会从这个俱乐部，他们所所谓的团体被踢出来。But if you get kicked out of somebody's club or somebody's job or whatever it is，如果被赶出来或者工作没有了，you get welcomed into Jesus' exclusive club. Those who he shepherds one flock. So next time, God willing, maybe uh, I don't know when I'll speak, but it'll be from John chapter 10, because you see the works of God are really one work of God. And all the works of God being done have one work in mind, and that is that flock with one shepherd. And John has a burden. That the church be one. And so we'll look at that next time. Alright, well, so those who have some light. Maybe we can have a few prayers before we.